please don't judge. Please don't judge because we never saw that we never saw your favorite movie. But now it's time. All right, Al, let's hit him with the finale. It's Alex and Steve with a pot, and they're watching the movies they should have. It's movies that I should have watched. I should have watched. I should have watched. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Movies I Should Have Watched. It's the podcast where we watch movies that we were supposed to watch a long time ago. I'm Steve Granato, alongside Alex Schmitten. What up, Al? I had the best shrimp tacos just now. Nice. They were really good. They were really expensive, but it's local, so it's fine. What do you think is your favorite um, underrated taco uh, element? Um, <laughs> what? Uh, I guess like a, a ripe lime. Yes, like if you get dude, a bad lime. I was gonna say good. the same thing. A ripe, Crazy. juicy lime. A good, juicy, a juicy boy. Just for some acidity, you know, it really balances out the flavors. It brings it brings it to life. Yeah, and so 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 what I did is I had green. Um, I had salsa verde. And I was going to add some habanero salsa on it, but it just didn't, you know, fit the vibe. So I kept it, kept it all green. The cool. lime was I really good. I made pad thai for the first time today, and it was not good. You had pad so thai that. for the first time? Made it for the first time. Oh, you time. made it. It was not Did good. you get the peanut sauce? You had the peanut sauce ready? I'm, I made it, and it wasn't good. That was the bad part was the sauce. It was just flavorless. Anyway, that's not the podcast. Um... Okay, we're gonna today. We're doing sixteen candles. Uh, we're gonna get to that in a second. Uh, there is there is many a things to talk about. Sixteen candles. Uh, Al had never seen that movie. I have seen it a million times, and and it is one of my favorite movies. Um, we're gonna get to that in a second. But first, we got to play twenty second pitch. Maybe one day we'll have more games. But this is the only only one my brain. Uh, could figure out. I guess it's my turn, huh? It's um, your turn. 20 second pitch is a game we play here at the top where each of us, trading off every week, has 20 seconds to pitch a movie that uh, maybe isn't going to be like, oh my gosh, you had to have seen this movie. This is one of the most incredible. This is Singing in the Rain. Uh, no, it's just, just a movie that we like. Um, what do you, you put your finger up for some reason? Singing in the Rain. We should watch that. Uh, it's on the list. Maybe if you looked at the Excel sheet that we share. Um, I should. I should have a movie ready, and I don't because uh, I was winging it here today. What's a movie that I love and have thoughts on? Give it to us, Steve. I don't know. Um, okay, I got one. I got one that's fitting in the theme. A movie that many people probably haven't seen. And I know you have, Al. Okay, tell tell me when you got the timer going. Ready, set, go. Okay, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, my favorite movie of all time. Another John Hughes movie, just like 16 Candles. It stars Steve Martin and John Candy, and it is the best that Steve Martin and John Candy could ever do. They're hilarious. They have to travel across the country from New York to Chicago on Thanksgiving. Neil Page is uh, played by Steve Martin. He has to get home, and that is the entire goal of the movie. It's a buddy road trip. Time! I got it that time. Much better than my first one. <clears throat> yeah. No, that was way better. You explained actually like what the plot was. I think last time you were just like, it's the best movie that this person like, has ever done. I was just like, uh, Ben Schwartz is in it. And that was like yeah. all I got out. That's uh, right. That's anyway, right. go watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Um, yeah, again, my, my, it's my favorite movie of all time. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I thought you said Wayne's. Like Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent. Al? Um, okay, let's, let's, let's crank and yank. Let's get into this. 16 Candles, as we do at the top here before we get into any spoilers, which I feel like 16 Candles is, like, the least, like, spoilable movie. Spoilable? Sure. Do you recommend it? Is that what you're getting Oh, I get to answer first? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, or do you want to answer first? I, let's keep it within tradition. Within tradition. Alex, would you recommend this movie to somebody who hasn't seen it yet? Um, yeah, I would. I think it's a good little fun. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's like, mm, I don't know. Ooh, I actually didn't know that you were going to ask me this. Um, I ask you this every time. I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. Wow. 
a first on movies I should have watched. And give me, give me I like a couple. Know. Give, give me like I don't know. I, I really don't. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence because I think there are on the fence. There are. Um, I can't name one right now, but I feel like there are other teen angst movies that uh, mm. could do a better tell job. The same story, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I would say it's. I think it's worth a watch considering how short it is, and considering how many references from in like Family Guy that you probably would get because of this. Oh, okay. Um, and I think it's it's just worth it. Like it, it's a good for a few laughs, and uh, you learn a little something about like the '80s like movie like boom, like the John Hughes boom. I think it's worth your time in that regard. Um, but I have right. seen this movie many, many, many times, so that's where I'm coming from. You are no, you're you're very correct in that it's it's like all the fashion of the costuming was obviously really accurate because it came out in the seventies or the eighties, sorry, and the the um, like the slang is all very reminiscent of yes the seven or the eighties. Why do I keep saying the seventies? I don't know. Um, um it totally no, totally. That that's a really good point. That's a really good point. So sixteen candles came out on May fourth, nineteen eighty four. It is one hour and thirty three minutes long. A PG movie. Have we done all PG movies at this point? Um, very we weird. Keep it PG, man. Uh, unintentional. We keep it PG here, boys. Seven point one out of ten on IMDb. Written and directed by John Hughes. It stars Molly Ringwald, Anthony Michael Hall, and Justin Henry, amongst others. And here is the old IMDb pitch: A girl's quote sweet sixteenth birthday party. A birthday, rather, becomes anything but special as she suffers from every embarrassment possible. All right, folks, if you haven't seen 16 Candles, shut it off and go watch the movie and come back. And if you don't care, you don't care. Listen to this from now on. We are officially entering spoiler territory. Alex, I asked you to play a game. Actually, before we get to our little game. Our game? Uh... Good. I'm really glad you remembered that when I texted you this less than 48 hours ago, not even oh. like 20, 26 <laughs> the game, hours the ago. The game, the game. Yeah, yeah. Really cool. Really cool that yeah, you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game, the game. You're right. You're right. I'm glad I that. Was... Okay, let's. Okay, let's backtrack. This is. <laughs> this is. <laughs> this is what happened. I, Alex knew this movie was on the AMC app. I downloaded the AMC app and watched it yesterday morning. And then quickly realized that since I have seen this movie, that AMC cut out some things. It is like this. It was like the made for TV version that's on their AMC app, which has ads too every like 15 minutes. So I was like, it's going to take longer for you to watch. Like I watched half of it on the AMC app and I was like, nah, screw this. I'm going to, I'm going to go rent it on Google, which is where I rent all my movies is on Google. So I went and got it on Google and I watched it like the rest of the movie. I watched like the second half of the movie. It's like, eh, it wasn't loading on AMC, whatever. So I watch it, and then I text Alex, "Hey, dude, by the way, let's let's get, I have the receipts." Who, do, do people care about this? I mean, the yes, the, I care the, because the you're gonna make people? me look like a fool. <laughs> I said, "The AMC quote AMC version cut some things out. It's like made for TV, so I rented it. Let me know when you want to watch it. I'll give you my YouTube to watch." Alex, twenty-seven minutes later, KK, I'll watch it today. I know I keep saying that, but it's perfect for today. It was a rainy Saturday morning. So it was perfect for that. And I said, that's why I put it on at 8.30 a.m. And then Alex did not watch it on Saturday. <laughs> then I, had, I texted him this morning. I had morning. other fish to fry. I, I texted Alex this morning in Spanish. Can we record today? And then Alex responded three hours later. See, <laughs> I'm watching right now. He was not watching it on YouTube because he never asked for my YouTube account. He's like, oh, I'm watching it on one, two, three movies. Whatever. So hey, Al- don't, the moral tell, of the st- don't tell the people that. <laughs> the moral of the story here is Alex does not listen. <laughs> Alex is a bad listener and does not follow directions. He's a good student. He's smart, but he's a bad listener. These are all of my parent-teacher conferences in middle school. <laughs> exactly. So... I also asked you, Alex, right before I told him to watch it on YouTube that I had, to play a game. Uh, AMC, by the way, did have a warning for this movie uh, about language, stereotypes, and themes. Just throwing that out there. Mm. Um, I wanted to, to bring that up since you didn't watch it on AMC. Because there are some things in this movie that are really bad. 
The game I wanted Alex to play was, I want to do, I quote, I want to do something with 16 candles. I want you to take mental note, because I know Alex doesn't take actual notes, uh, of everything 80s in it. I'm obviously, I'm making a list, but I feel like it could be a fun game. So I made a list of everything, every time I saw something that was like super 80s. I got a and list. I'm assuming you got a list, and here's the order of my list that it's in. It's in your brain. Okay. So I have very specific things. I'm going to go through. How about, okay, but you don't really have a list. Like you weren't thinking about this the whole time, or were you? I do have a list. I was thinking about this the whole time. Okay, so I did all that explanation. <laughs> And my point was unproven because you actually did it. <laughs> I, di- I got a list in my brain. My little, okay, my little that's noggin. That's good. Right here. At least that took me six minutes. Okay. Um, here are my just 80s things. We should trade them back and forth. So I'll say one, you say one. Are you just going off of like that... category? Like what's the, what's the, this, the catch just, here? I saw something. I wrote it down. That was like, that's 80s. Oh. That's 80s. Very open-ended. So I'll start and then you can, and then you can respond with your 80s thing. Um, the first one I have is your own phone line. Ooh, your own phone line. Was that who said that? The uh, the dad. Sam. Sam. Yeah. Sam has her own phone line in her room. That's a good one. Um, let me try to trace back to like the beginning. Um, let this let the record show. Notes work well. You know what? I'm not even gonna overthink this. I um I'm just gonna let's just share. Um, poozer. The word poozer. I didn't notice that one. Uh, let's just, I have a bunch, so let's crank. Uh, she wants a big Trans Am with a ribbon around it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trans Ams. What do those even look like? I don't even know what a Trans Am There's is. There's many Trans Ams. There's a lot of Trans Ams in, uh, outside the party at Jake's house. Oh, uh, okay. Parked in the driveway. They, um, they drive a station wagon. The family drives a station wagon. Okay. Uh, passing notes in class. Ooh. You never passed notes in class? Like, even in Yeah, the but, 2000s? like, it was an 80s thing. Like, I did pass some notes, but, like, that was, like, a thing in, like, the 80s and 90s. Mm. Um, let me think. Um, Great content. There are some other ones that I don't remember, actually. Let's just keep okay. on going with yours. I'll, I'll just go with mine. Sh- I think my, okay. my mental list is uh, I got to look for, for more of the... Uh... Okay. So <laughs> I'm just going to run through them. Here we go. Showering after the gym. Uh, bus driver wearing Walkman headphones. Oh. Pink wallpaper. Pink wallpaper? That's an 80s thing? Well, it's just like a dated thing. Uh, having a small TV in the kitchen. A oh. glass bottle of Coca-Cola. Okay. Asking to be excused from dinner. Okay. School dance in the gym. I had school dances in the gym. The song True by Spandau Ballet. What's that one? <laughs> true. I know Never mind. <laughs> this much. It's true. Yeah, yeah that song. <laughs> um, a mention of floppy disks. When did they mention floppy disks? Uh, that's what the bet was when uh, when the geek needs to get uh, her underwear. They they bet twelve floppy disks. Oh my gosh, um, that's like two mm. songs. <laughs> <laughs> Night vision goggles. The word bitchin. Bitchin. Uh, having a drive-in tray on your car. I a cassette that. and record player. In the same like entertainment center. Okay, okay. Uh, this one comes from my girlfriend Megan. I only have three left. Relax. This one comes from my girlfriend <laughs> Megan. The word dork. Dork. <laughs> a car phone. And putting three people in the front seat of a car. <laughs> oh. The the one okay I didn't I never even noticed the th- the three people. It's when they're leaving the, the wedding. They all pile into the car, or they're going to the wedding, and they pile three people in the front and three people in the back. Yeah, which is like, we, yeah. don't, we don't have a third seat anymore. Because that was it's like a station wagon seat. thing, right? Well, I had a, I had a Dodge Aries, an 84 Dodge Aries. That was my first car in high school. It was my grandpa's. And I, I had a bench seat in the front, so I would sometimes have to sit three people in the front. That's or crazy. could do that. Is that legal? Yeah, it has a seatbelt. Wow. That's very, very cool. I the one that I was it like took me out was the drive in tray. Yeah, I was so tray. confused. Like I was like, why do they have a lunch tray on the outside of their car? <laughs> Is that it's like that was like an accessory that people had on their cars? Yeah, you go yeah. Well when you go to the drive in they'll give you one or whatever. 
Wow. But they, they took off with it and stole it or whatever. Wow, wow, wow. To, to be believed. I noticed, uh, anyway, too, like, okay. a common thing with, like, a lot of 80s movies, or maybe just, like, young kid movies, is, like, the little brother is always, like, the, the pest, you uh-huh. know? Like, he was such a, like, a like an annoying, like, he cussed, you know? He was, like, yeah. kind of like a bad yeah, yeah. kid, but, um, like, the annoying little brother. That was, like, such a classic character that like, that leads me into my first point i have in this um or first like again i've seen this movie many many times um alex had never seen it um my sister introduced it to me when i was like maybe like 13 it was one of her movies like one of her favorite movies which and it was how like, old is she she's like she's three to four like three and a couple months older than me yeah okay, uh, okay. so she is 31 right now um will be 32 in april i think math yes um so my first point i had was so that okay again backing up again that so that was like my first introduction to this movie right i was like the first time that i started watching movies that weren't like just kid movies you know like i wasn't just watching shrek or i guess like just like that could be kid movies like watching star wars or indiana jones yeah, yeah. or you know any of those kind of movies the sandlot or movies that i loved growing up so this is the first time like watch this movie it's different okay cool i liked it didn't love it i was a 13 year old boy so not exactly the right wheelhouse for me but i liked it i thought it was funny um the first note i have aside from the amc uh warning is I love Sam's whole family and like pretty much every character in this movie is very defined. They all have a characteristic or like, you know, exactly what it is. Their thing is. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like Jake's the hunk, right? The geek, which by the way, is the actual credited name for Anthony Michael Hall in this movie. The geek. Really? Um, yeah. He's like the annoying freshman who thinks he's cool. Sam, she's like the shy girl, right? The the sophomore shy girl. Mm-hmm. Um, right. like you said, Sam's brother. He's the annoying younger brother. The his her sister. She's like kind of weird and kooky, like kind yeah. of a uh, an airhead. Like everybody has their own trait, and I I love it because yeah. it makes it really easy to like understand the characters. And like when there are a lot of characters who don't get a ton of screen time, it does help. Like. Yeah, because like no matter how little of a line they had, you still knew who exactly they were. Like the um the grandma who uh-huh. answered the phone. Like you could tell uh, the grandma and grandpa, right? Who were like, oh, so excited to see their little granddaughter. Like you uh-huh. could tell, oh, they're like a really sweet. Uh-huh. Her boobs know. came in. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or or like how about the um like the still young at heart grandpa who is like, uh-huh. oh, that sorry, that's what you were talking about. Uh, well, both grandpas. Both grandpas are there. Both grandparents are there, right? And they're the ones that bring Dong, which we will de- or uh, Long Duck Dong, who we will obviously get into Long Duck Dong, uh, yeah. for for many a reason. Um, but uh, yeah, no, he that other grandpa is funny too. Yeah, uh, it, like it, I like when like first, was jumping around, but where he's like he's he, he's six ways to Sunday. He's drunk as a skunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the little lines. like catchphrases he had, or like yeah. he was like laughing at the wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the only one laughing at the wedding yeah. when she's all on painkillers or whatever. Uh, very funny. Um, anyway, let's get to the plot of this movie, Al. Um, so it is Molly Ringwald, who we said in our last episode is the queen of the eighties. Um, at this point she she has her career is being defined it, her her stardom is being written upon the galaxy molly ringwald is becoming a household name uh, she plays samantha and it opens on what is her 16th birthday it's the morning of her 16th birthday her sister is getting ready for a wedding that weekend uh i think it's like a i guess it would make this like a friday um and so there's a dance later that night uh, but her whole family forgets that it is her birthday and her family because her whole family's coming in for the wedding and the house is all crazy and there's, you know, got multiple people. She has to sleep on the couch in the living room. Her brother is like doubling up with the other uh, un- uh, grandpa, grandma and grandpa or whatever. Um, so the house is like a, a wreck and everyone forgets her birthday. Uh, and she's like, no one's going to say anything to me. What's going on? And then she has to deal with the fallout of that. Alex, what did you think of the uh, like the driving factor of like everyone forgetting her 16th birthday? 
Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't really, I just kind of accepted it and went for the ride, but, um, I thought it was a really cool idea, you know, cause all this time, I mean, when she's in her room, right. Putting on like lipstick and talking to her friend on the phone, she's like, Oh, you know, I might as well go back down, go downstairs. You know, they're probably going to say happy birthday to me. La la la. And then no one says anything and like, uh-huh. no one, no, and you're like, Oh shoot. Like what the heck? Like Everyone this girl, her family like doesn't even give her a cake or whatever you know and so yeah she doesn't even get a lunch she doesn't even get a lunch for school that day she's like go buy something at lunch i forgot to pack one for you that's true yeah i I mean the whole time you're like oh man (laughs) yeah that's starting out that reaction is like exactly like it's such like a like a champagne problem right it's like such a like upper middle class problem like my family forgot my birthday but it is like a what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well. like this just like this isn't like heartbreaking or earth shattering, but this sucks. Yeah. Like, it, it and then it, it takes her on to so like yeah that's one one little storyline. Another one gets to when she gets to school right and she passes starts to pass notes. Is that the next yes. part in the, in the movie? Pretty much yeah. So she has to ride the bus to school, which like she's like right. So she just turned sixteen, so she can't drive yet but she would be getting like her permit or whatever right around this time. So she still like has to take the bus with the freshmen and like the geeks and the nerds oh, and all yeah, that. Like yeah. this whole movie goes super stereotyped in many, many ways. Again, we will get to long duck dong. Uh, but uh, yeah, so she has to ride to school on the bus and that's when we meet the geek uh, who is played by Anthony Michael Hall. He's literally credited as geek. And by my account, I don't think he ever says his name. Uh, his theme. Did you catch his theme song? Dum, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, is the dragnet, the dragnet theme, very good. Uh, we will. I I wrote that down. There's a lot of sound effects and theme songs in this movie. Very, it's very corny and goofy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's when he like starts hitting on her and like he calls her babe and like very eighties, very very eighties. Um, problematic, yeah, but that's the least of our worries right now. Um. So, yeah, then they get to school and she, like, talks about, like, she wants to have who she wants to have sex with on the note or whatever. And she writes Jake, who is in his in her class. Right. And she goes to pass it behind her, her friend who's like asleep in homeroom. Yeah. And drops it. And then he picks up the note, which side note, nightmare, nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, I'll did. OK, we, we, we talked about passing notes or at least earlier. Did you like were you a, a note passer? in school um no i i i don't think i did i mean not not to like my recollection but i remember like girls would always pass it or like they'd be like hey can you give this to you know Allie?" you know so i was like the middleman but um Mm -hmm. never did any of them get caught you know it's like i've i would hear things about like teachers reading it out loud and you're like oh my gosh like that would be a nightmare too but devastating but i mean i could imagine i mean, I remember two of these girls once they had created their own language of symbols and just different like letters and stuff in their own language and so they were writing in their own language in like note form so i don't know in 04 you know they were getting pretty good at it but i'm sure in the 80s like yeah the the that, that's like the survey sure <laughs> the survey which is like uh-huh. have you ever you know yeah. it's so high school it's all very <laughs> high school i didn't pass notes in high school um but i definitely didn't like fifth and sixth grade uh before i got to middle school mm. i think maybe like seventh grade but by the time like eighth grade and above I was, I was pretty much done with the note passing situation yeah um but anyway yeah so she she writes that she wants to have sex with jake on the note like and it says like don't worry this is confidential your name's not on it you can put it or whatever like who would you want to have sex with and she writes jake um i don't remember his last name jake ryan yeah very cool name uh very cool 80s good looking white guy name um isn't jake ryan a movie played by that guy from the office i don't know that sounds familiar though that sounds really familiar anyway uh don't fact check us um yeah so he picks up the note right and he never really like explicitly reads it on camera but like it's to be understood that he does read it at some point yeah yeah because he's like because looking he starts, at her yeah he's like looking at her he starts like asking the geek about her and like asking yeah. people like hey do you know this girl or whatever yeah um yeah so that's that kind of sets up the whole premise like she likes jake jake is a senior he's cool he's got the 
hottest girlfriend in class. Like, it's, again, stereotype, stereotype. Yeah. I don't... See, this is what I think, though, Al. Did this movie, like, lean into stereotypes? Or did this movie, like, create those stereotypes? Ooh. I do not know. That's a good question. Because, like, obviously, John Hughes and, and The Breakfast Club, right? They lean into those stereotypes, too. Yeah, it's kind of like... um. That's the whole point of the movie. It's kind of <laughs> like Zac movie. Efron is the jock and uh, yeah. Vanessa Hudgens is like the cute girl who's like all yeah. timid and stuff. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's totally Maybe. like. it. Def- it de- I got to imagine it at least helped define those roles. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Maybe not. Maybe not invented them, but definitely helped define them. Like it's in your face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that's missing is they're like, there's no like quirky best friend. Like, that's the only thing. Like, she has a best friend, but she's not necessarily, like, the quirky best friend. Uh, Caroline is her best friend, uh, who she, she who kind of disappears, like, halfway through the movie, weirdly enough. Um, and, and the geek kind of steps in. Um, Al, who was, like, like how did, what, were your, what are your, like, thoughts on Sam, like, in the beginning? Like, Molly Ringwald. Like, because she narrates, essentially. She's, like, kind of like, oh, I can't believe nobody remembers my birthday. Like, she says it out loud to yeah. herself. Yeah, right, right. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think I, what kind of threw me off right away too, because I, I had watched The Breakfast Club before, and mm-hmm. like, Geek and Sam, they both play like completely different characters in Breakfast Club. Wait, have you yeah. seen The Breakfast Club? Yeah, I love, I love that movie too. Okay, okay, cool. So, so yeah, going I was in, hoping you hadn't, so we could do it for the pod, but unfortunately, we can't because we've both seen it. No, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, we get a guest one day that hasn't seen it, and then we. <laughs> find a reason to watch it because sure. i just i do really enjoy that movie cool well, yeah anyway so yeah um it, it was really kind of I, I don't know i was like didn't really know what to expect as as far as her character goes um i don't know i just she just seemed like a nice little sweet sweet girl from mm-hmm. high school you know you just i don't know where are you, are you trying There's to get like, at something no i'm just like i was just wondering what your impression because again like it's weird for me to be in this situation where i'm like i've seen this movie so many times like it's white noise at this point Uh-oh. that's just sam like molly ringwald is sam she's mm-hmm. the girl from 16 candles i think of her as i think of molly ringwald as the girl from 16 candles more than i do the girl from the breakfast club so, interesting like it's her defining role in my head um I, I anyway, liked I liked her role nonetheless. I liked yeah, it. she did good. She there's a couple like weird like some of like the narration out loud stuff. Like I'm watching this more with a constructive eye this time around than just taking it for face value. Yeah. So some of it is kind of like, ugh, like it's kind of like bad. But she did what she could. I don't blame her. Um, okay, so again, let's let's get back to the story. So following that, there's there's the date, right? Or no, 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 the dance. The dance. So at the dance, uh, uh, there's a bet between Geek and his geeky friends, who are all very funny. The, the two the two friends are very funny, uh, like the ones that are wearing the headlamps and like have like the yeah. gizmos and all the gadgets. They're they're funny. Um, but yeah, like they he's because the Geek is like bragging. He's like, yeah, dude, I could get her. But da da da. Like he's the cool freshman mm-hmm. uh, with his like geeky friends that are from like elementary school or whatever. But uh i do and then then there's like a bet like that he could get with her and this is where things start getting problematic right like this is where things like do not hold up like the bet is to have sex with sam which like no (laughs) don't don't bet that and then like the proof is to get her underwear yeah that's weird very weird uh and like at this point jake is like asking about sam right she's asking people about him he's asking people about her and like the girlfriend is like is there something wrong because there's a party at jake's house after the after the dance is there something wrong with you um and he's like what what like and she's like i could have any guy in this whole high school if i wanted like whatever yeah so the whole time fact the whole time geek is like trying to get at sam but sam Uh wants jake and jake actually wants sam which is crazy which is is a fun twist on this yeah right because he's like like you think of like the love triangle that we just watched and gone with the wind ashley never wanted her right ashley never wanted scarlet so like here it's like completely flipped on his head it's like he likes me but i don't know or he's the least interested and i like him and he knows but he doesn't know that i don't know like it's that whole i don't he doesn't know that i know he doesn't that we don't that yeah yeah. it's so high school everything's high school right and the geek is like the uh what's it called what's that french word 
for the person in the middle. Ah, the uh, starts with an L. Starts with an L. Uh, the, le le petit. It's the le petit. Le petit croissant. Geek. Geek is the le petit. <laughs> exactly. So fast forward to the party, which well, Jake's got a hold nice on, before little the party, house before, man with some Rolls Royces and a Porsche. And a before a before the party, there's the scene in the metal shop. This is a pretty big scene, right? This is oh, where Sam right. finds out that Jake is asking about her. Yes, yes, yes. And that's also because like she's like having a terrible time or whatever, and she wants to leave. This is also where another problematic scene happens, where Geek like forces himself on Sam twice twice very messed up and that's also where he says like i need your underpants for 10 minutes to prove that i got with you or whatever um i don't okay there's never going to be a good time to get into long duck dong al let's get into long duck dong yeah so Um, he's the foreign exchange student that the grandparents have adopted yeah because long duck dong does go, go to the dance with sam right that's like a oh i have a great idea why don't you take Long Duck Dong Long with you. Dong. Yeah, and he's he's from China and he has a really thick Chinese accent. Uh, and what's every it, time How do you pronounce this name? Gidi? Is it Gidi? I don't know. G E D D E, like his the actor's name. Wantanabe. Um He yes, yeah, so he is from I don't know if it's ever explicitly said, but I think it's China. Uh a foreign exchange student or whatever. Um I wrote this. And I think, and we let's get into it. I wrote this. Obviously problematic, but the name Long Duck Dong is objectively funny. It is an objectively funny name because it's not a name. That's not how. Yeah, I don't Alex, know. you. Uh, full disclosure: I am I am a Mexican American. Alex is a Filipino American. As <laughs> of the Asian persuasion i had to say it uh what it like what were your thoughts on long duck dong i i mean i don't really want to give an opinion on his name i think it's kind of, i i don't know it's it is very problematic because it, it's it's so racist it's, it's so it's racist, racist dude long duck do, like long dong I, it's like yeah. i don't know i i don't know i don't know it's it but it I is like i said it. it is objectively funny because those are funny words put next to each other. Like I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying it is objectively funny. Right, right. I I get I get why they like yeah, named him. It's that. messed up. It's messed up and this should like this 100% would not be happening today. If they made this no. movie today. This would not happen. This whole storyline at least would be rewritten or completely cut. Yeah, taken out. All the scenes would be taken out. Like yeah. This would be but terrible. it does offer some really funny moments in this movie. He is really good. He's a good actor. He, he, yeah. He's a really good actor. He did a really good job with, I got to imagine at some point he was like, oh God, I can't believe I have to do this, but it's a John Hughes movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen if he's talked about it or not, but yeah, it's, it's super messed up. But like every time they say his name, a gong goes off. Yeah. Which yeah, is insane. Gong. Like, I, I thought and, I, the, and they play that yeah oh my god it's so messed Dude, up so stereotypical I I did like his um physical acting he was really yes. good at kind of playing a a goofy character and mm-hmm. um like when he was hooking up with like the tall chick uh-huh. <laughs> you know it was like, very funny he was like full full send you know <laughs> he he wasn't like a timid um. Like how often Asians are portrayed, he wasn't like a timid little shy Asian g- dude. You know, he was like, he was down for Outland, whatever. He, you know, he was just out. kind of free flowing. You mentioned the 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 uh, tall girl that he hooks up with, like he gets with or whatever. Yeah, that <laughs> offers perhaps maybe the funniest moment. Well, okay, the first time we see Long Duck Dong, right? He like pops in over the bunk bed and he goes, "What's happening, hot stuff?" Yeah, right? yeah, he does that, and that's like very very funny line. Like that line hits and like. I get definitely hit in 19 whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. 1984. Definitely hit. Um, but the one line that I love from or like the one scene that I love with him where he's at the dance with the girl, right? And they're like slow dancing and he's like pressed up against her chest, yeah. like hugging her really tight. It's very <sighs> cute. Um, and she's like, What's your name? And he just goes, Long. Yeah, she's <laughs> she like, goes, What's your last name? What's your last yeah. name? Dong. And then the but the like punchline there is, what's your middle name? He just goes, 
duck. <laughs> and it's it's funny. Like, it is funny. <laughs> he does a really good job. I'm not making light of it. We've right. obviously have mentioned it. but His, his delivery is, is, is really good. Like, he really understood good. what his role was and how to, like, best bring out the, he the played most it comedic value within it. Yeah. He crushed it. Yeah. There's so many great scenes with him. The uh, where he crashes the car at the party, yeah, right? and then he like and like he like clings onto the girl and she kicks the door closed, like mm-hmm. that's hilarious, and she's like dragging him into the party. It kind of reminds they're... me of um, La Fonda and uh, yeah, Napoleon yeah, Dynamite. Yeah, kind of gives La Fonda vibes. Yeah, from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, he when he's um when he's drunk on the when he's hung over waking up still drunk on the lawn. Well, the whole drunk, the whole drunk, everything at the party is great, right? Where they're on the exercise bike. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he's like sitting on top of her <laughs> as but she's yes, working and then, out. And yes, then he the said, hungover. He, they're like, they're like, they're like, Long, like, where's the car? Where's yeah. the car? He's like, oh, and she goes, Dong. And they clap at him. Where is my automobile? <laughs> yeah. Automobile. And then he yeah. goes, um, big, big lake. <laughs> and then it's in the, uh, and then he I gets, mean, wherever and he, it is, you just know that and then it's he gets destroyed. Kicked, he gets kicked in the nuts, which is obviously 1980s humor, 90s humor. Big, big, um, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, every scene with him is good. Even like the lesser scenes, right? Where he, um, where like the last scene he's in where he tells Jake, like she went to get married, like right before he has that conversation, I should probably stop doing that voice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a big nod out of Al. Um, but he's like, oh, she went to get married or whatever. Before that, she, he like runs into the wrong door. Like he opens, he's still hung over. He like opens the closet door and like hits himself in the head. And he's like, this place is so confusing. <laughs> he like closes the door. Right. Everything he does, he's so good. He's so funny. And I wish there were a better way to portray him. Like I wish, I wish he had gotten big off of this movie. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of, you know misrepresentation of asians in like movies and stuff um but he given like the role that he gets and and it's just it's on the writing right for the stereotype yeah. of his character um but nonetheless he he i think i said this already but he he delivers all the comedic value like he's a um physical actor right it's mm-hmm. kind of like slapstick kind of humor and you know i i think for him to understand that and and still be able to push oh, wow. through it is like i just really found cool. that he played uh himself as well he played long duck dong in family guy in an episode of family guy in 2006 interesting so i was like looking at he 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 looks like he does a lot of voice acting now he was on er um sabrina the teenage witch he was a voice on kim possible all grown up scooby-doo so he 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 has had a career post Yes, I see Mulan 2. Uh, he was a voice of Ling. Um, Batman Beyond. He was on Rugrats, Simpsons. Uh, he was on an episode of Home Improvement. Um, so he has had a career. He was on Seinfeld. Um, he has had a career outside of 16 Candles. But every, most people are probably going to know him from 16 Candles. Um, but he is he has acted as recently. It looks like he's still acting, actually. Yeah, he's still acting. Um. Uh, he's in a new TV series coming up. That's in pre-production. Um. Uh, but anyway, so that's Long Duck Dong. He, he he is what he is, and there's no way for us to sugarcoat it. It's racist. It's gross. Um. But what he does with the role is really really good. Um. Okay, so that's Long Duck Dong. Let's talk about Jake. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on Jake? Um. I think they cast him to be a really good actor. You know, he's like he's got nice hair. He's like mm-hmm. an athletic dude. Yep. Um, it's a uh, J- uh, Michael Schofling, I believe is how. You there wasn't much name. to him though. Like he kind of, you could just tell he was just a athletic dude with um, the good looking guy with uh, and he who who was into um Molly Ringwald. So it was like mm-hmm. there wasn't much to his character. I I felt like I don't know. It was kind of like no, he, there's not. You got the hot girl, but then. He wants. He's just chasing the whole time. He's like, "Where? Yeah. Where is she? You know." He yeah. got calls. There's not much to him. Yeah. But I guess that kind of works, right? Where it's like he's kind of not mysterious, but like they don't give him a ton of ton of screen time because the focus is on on Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Um. 
got good casting. He's a good looking dude, right? Like a lot of times that, well, I guess this like kind of, we're talking about Ashley and, and gone with the wind, right? He, he's just not a good looking dude. Yeah. So like, it's kind of hard to be like, why are you so goo goo gaga over this guy who is like really not that great looking Jake is objectively a good looking dude. And so is Molly Ringwald. Obviously she's very, very pretty in this movie. Um, but yeah, it looks like uh, Michael Schofling kind of stopped acting in the 90s. Last credit was in 1991. Uh, he was in Mermaids, uh, which is probably one of his, his bigger bigger uh, roles outside of 16 Candles. Um, but it looks like he he pretty much stopped um, after after about 11, 11 movies. Um, hmm. But hey, he's Jake forever. Like everyone will know him as Jake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not, not much to him. What was... Um, like as the movie is progressing, like was there anything that like stood out to you or is there anything that was like a big memorable moment for you? Me uh no, not really. I I just think I don't know. I I I didn't expect anything really to like have a big Oh, well, let me start with did you did you know anything going into this movie? No, I didn't know anything. Like literally okay. nothing. Okay. But I I don't know. I I guess the, just the project the progression of the movie it just kind of like one one event happened and then it led to another thing and it led to another thing and it led to another thing and um like the wedding was kind of a weird thing in, in my head yeah, you kind of like, forget you kind of forget that there's even a wedding happening yeah the weekend. and like the um the sister she's on like you know um the like muscle relaxer yeah yeah and then she's all drugged up on the wedding and mm-hmm. um was that funny to you or is that like okay I don't know. I, I yeah, it, it was just whatever to me. I I'm sure it was funny in the 80s cuz like, oh, she's, you know, she's drugged. Slapsticky, she's yeah. all drugged up, whatever. But no, I, I mean like the, uh, I wasn't the, really... it, in that wedding scene, the the uh pianist, the organ player, the mm-hmm. the the short short woman, she her voice is insane. There's a lot of insane voices in this movie. Um, but that was she's funny. She's like, "Oh, I need a drink." Like, <laughs> yeah, she's in the Poltergeist. Actually, she plays a really scary character in the Poltergeist. Interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah, she was like, "Here comes the bride." She was singing <laughs> so like a like a remix to it almost. Yeah, very funny. She, she was she was good. Really short um, short role there. Uh, definitely good. Um, casting in this movie. Everyone hits their hits their marks. Like the dad's funny. Uh, yeah. the brother is funny. Like, I love that scene where like on the wedding morning, right. Where like, he's like, what are you doing? Like the brother's like fanning out the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's like, grandpa was just in there for yeah. 30 minutes. <laughs> Nothing like a good bathroom joke. Yeah. But that is funny how he walks in and then immediately walks back out. And then he's yeah. like, I told you. <laughs> like, yeah. Very good. That's a good joke. I, I feel like it was just kind of a, a thing of the eighties, right? There was a lot of like slapstick, kind of mm-hmm. physical comedy in the 80s yeah which i'm all right, especially for. john hughes john hughes comedy i mean I like literally it. the in home alone is entirely slapstick the entire movie mm-hmm. is slapstick mm-hmm. um, so he john hughes loves his slapstick the um, um the dad did play a really good role when he was um talking to sam about how sorry he was for forgetting her birthday and stuff yeah that was a really sweet thing. scene very su- sweet moment very yeah, still played into like the the classic '80s family dad, you know, is like, yeah. we forgot, you know, we need to say, da, 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 da. and then he like she he made her vent to him, yeah. not made her, but very. Like, I like I like their relationship, and yeah. there is that cutesy moment as she's driving away with Jake after the wedding, right, where he like looks at her and yeah. she's like, "That's the guy, that's yeah. the guy," and he's like, "Yeah," like it's <laughs> yeah. very cute, very very sweet. It was a good moment. It, it like yeah, their relationship came full circle at that point yeah there wasn't much there they had those really those two scenes maybe three scenes together but those it it worked it totally worked um i think the moment um, that it all finally came together are you are you ready for that part uh, let's wait for a second uh the party let's go back to the party right so the party where the where the geek knocks down the the beer, right? Locks down all the beer cans. Beer he cans. blames his friend, blames his friend. That's a funny moment. Uh, but one of my, I think my favorite scene in the movie, I know I already mentioned that the long duck dong part was one of my favorites, but I think my actual favorite scene in the movie is when the geek is inside the coffee table and he's knocking yeah. on it and he's like, <laughs> can't breathe. And that like high pitched squeal of Jake's name is so funny. Uh huh. Uh huh. He played a really, really good, good little geek boy. He played a good, he's good. good job. 
Good job. Yeah, Anthony Michael Hall, very good in this movie. Uh, yeah. He carried, carried his role for being such a young actor, too. Um, but yeah, that that's super, super funny. Um, but that leads to like the, okay, we're finally having the talk about her. And that's when Jake decides that, all right, I'm leaving my girlfriend. I'm going to go mm-hmm. be with Sam. You drive uh, my dad's Rolls Royce to back, her house. Back to problematic territory. <laughs> it's not okay. That is not okay. With the, like, the drunk girl taking advantage thing is in this. There's some, like, yeah. Yeah, but, he yeah, commits he gets GTA. To drive the Rolls Royce. What was that? He's committing GTA <laughs> and yeah. sexual assault. Well, I guess, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, so then they do end up getting together that night, right? The do gr- they, Jake's though? girlfriend. Yeah, that's what they said. Remember, because he's like, did we? And he's, like, doing the finger and motion into yeah. his hand, into his fist. He's like, did we? She's like, yeah. Hmm. He's like, did, uh, that does lead to a decent joke where he's like, did I like it? And he's like, oh, what am I talking about? Or did I enjoy it? He's like, what am I talking about? Of course I enjoyed it. Uh, did you enjoy yeah, it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, the birth control pill and the car and the beer and the car phone. So then, and then he breaks the fourth wall, right? When she like lays down on his lap in the car and he's like, this is getting good or whatever. It's like, ooh, like it doesn't. <laughs> nope, not in 2021, bro. Um then he drives to the to his friend's house and takes the picture. That's funny. Where he take they take the picture and it's like the corner of his it's head. It's just him. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought that was kind of a weird part of the movie too cuz it like just all like panned out or zoomed out and it was just like the picture. You're like, "Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of cool." It's funny though. But I do like that uh where they're about to take the picture and he's like, "Oh, you know what? Black and white would really just capture the moment." He's like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those those little moments were like not a big part of the storyline, but it still kind of helped it. Just good little funny, funny chuckle. They're all like chuckle moments. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to coin that phrase. Chuckle moments. Chuckle moments. Chuckle moments. Um, yeah, but then that that leads to to Jake going to to chase after Samantha. And that's when he sees the geek and his ex-girlfriend now. Uh, and that's when they officially break up in the parking lot outside of the church, which, man, what a coincidence that they happened to be there at the same time he was. Um, but then, yeah, and then that leads to the to the big moment where he, like, waves, right? He does the little wave across the street, and she's like, me? Like, you're talking to me? Mm-hmm. It's so, it's like, they it's happening! Like, it is yeah. good. Did it, did it, like, it lands for me, still does it land for you? Um, I think... I don't think I was watching that part, but I, I looked up at the end and I was like, oh, oh, okay. They're getting in the car together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. So I missed but, that. Uh, <laughs> oops. Oh, so you missed the biggest moment of the movie. Okay. No, I uh, see. No, see, no, I think the <laughs> biggest part was, was at the end. I think it was the final scene. Yeah. The final scene. We'll get to the final scene. In a because second, I was like but... geeking like a little, like a little schoolboy. Yeah. Well, that is like a, he, so she has to run back in because in her, like, drugged out freak out the sister throws her veil right and she goes oh, i gotta get the veil right so she runs back into the veil to get the veil and that's when the organist is like i need a drink mm-hmm. uh, and then comes back out she's like oh everyone's waiting for me my sister's like about to leave and then she comes out and everybody's gone which is like another like man no one cares about me moment but then like as she's sad there's jake jake's across the street like jake. oh my god it's him and this is the first time they ever talk right they've never talked in the entire movie They've had like passing glances and like they tried to talk a little bit, but she couldn't say anything. It's yeah. very will they, won't they? And then they do. Um, and then, then again, that's where that super cute moment with the dad, right? Like, this is the guy. Mm-hmm. Gives him a thumbs up. And they get in the Trans Am, the very cool red hot the Trans Am. Yeah, dude. Sick car. I want Sick one. Sick car. I want one too. That's what I said. I was like, dude, I want that car. Just like, that's such a good like Saturday car. Just oh, drive man. around car. Cruising, um, cruising, cruising, cruising for a bruising. And yeah, and they, and then she gets her freaking birthday cake. It gets man. the birthday cake, right? Where uh. they go back to the to Jake's house and they have the birthday cake, and uh, and he's like, "Make a wish," and she's like, "I, I have everything I ever wanted. Oh, it's right here." And then they very Larry Long play out that lean in. Right, that lean is just like I'm making you anticipate a little bit more, a little mm-hmm. bit. It's so high school, but it's so it hits that part of your soul, right? Where you're just like, I remember, right? Like that first kiss yeah. is so magical, or whatever. I was glued to the TV at that point. Mm-hmm. 
And then it's a, and then in John Hughes fashion, it ends on a freeze frame. It's got to <laughs> end on a freeze frame. There's no, there's no John Candy wave. But uh, like an Uncle Buck or in uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, there's no Uncle Buck wave. But it is the freeze frame of the kiss and the credits roll. And it's like, yeah, get it, Sam. Like, yeah. you got him. It, it all stuck the landing. It all came, came around. Yeah. Very happy. Like, this is such a heartwarming, like, I'm down. I'm going to watch 16 Candles. Like, I'm sad. I'm just going to put on 16 Candles. I feel better. Yeah, I feel it's like a breakup movie almost like, oh, uh, we just broke up me and me. and My girls are going to watch 16 Candles and eat ice cream or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a big side note, we, we couldn't popcorn. really get into her, Al. But um, uh, Joan Cusack is in this movie. I know. And John Cusack is in this. movie. And John Cusack is in this movie. But Joan uh, is a child with the headgear she's hilarious <laughs> yeah. doesn't even have any lines and she's so funny yeah she's the like the quiet headgear girl uh-huh the water when she's drinking water and she has the skirt on her shirt thing and she's like <laughs> okay i'm gonna need to <laughs> she's like, I, I, I like the part where she's at the party trying to drink the beer <laughs> yeah just yeah. to lean back yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she, she uh, was. So really I wanted good to throw there. that in there just because I know you're you're a big uh, School of Rock fan, and she's obviously the principal in School of Rock. Yes. Uh, if you, you, I don't know if like you noticed this, but in the wedding scene, as like if we're talking about random things now, in the wedding <laughs> scene when she's walking down the aisle and she faints into, or she goes to sit down like with her in the pew yeah. or whatever, there is an old man in the bottom left corner who's looking directly at the camera. He's yes, like, he's like an I extra. Saw that. <laughs> and it was the that? first time I'd ever seen it. He's like looking at the camera. Like, why yeah, are you doing that? He breaks that, it dude? hard. Hard. I had never. I again, I've seen this movie so many times. I had never noticed that. And he is directly looking at the camera, just like Paul, smiling too, just out. like a blank stare. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird moment. Yeah, totally look for that. So as as the sister's walking down the aisle at the wedding, and she goes to sit in the pew, check the bottom left hand corner of the screen, and he's totally looking at the camera. Good call, Al. I completely so forgot weird. about that. So weird. Um, anyway, uh, the sound effects in this movie, there's the gong, there's a light bulb ding when, uh, geek gets an answer or get like, finds the answer in his head or whatever. Mm. Oh no. It's when, it's when Molly finds out that she left her underwear with geek when, after the talk with her dad, and oh. there's like a ding, like a light bulb goes off. The twilight zone theme is in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the geek theme obviously is in this at the, there's a dinner with the future husbands, the fiance's parents. And uh, in the background, they're a very Italian family. He's tall. He's basically like, I'm in the mob. He's kind of like saying he's in the mob, the, the new father-in-law. Um, if you listen carefully in the background, the Godfather theme is playing. Weird. Yeah. I didn't know It's that. just a funny little joke. Um, when the sister at the wedding takes off her shoes, she like flings her shoe. It makes like a whew sound and then it <laughs> crashes into a window. The se- oh there's so gosh. many dumb sound effects in like this movie. Like Foley. Yeah, super full. But like. It's supposed to be played up, right? Like, it's not supposed to be like, oh, it shattered glass in the background. It's a joke. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know you know, haha, inside joke. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the <laughs> stupid. I, I feel like there's probably like a boom, like, like yeah. one of those <laughs> drums. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I think there is actually. Um, but yeah, those are just, I just noticed some sound effects that I had really paid attention to in the first place. Um, soundtrack was really out. good too, by the way. They had like, a lot of not really recognizable songs, but you could tell it was 80s inspired. And then they had True uh-huh. and, oh man, I don't remember the ending song, but uh, a couple dum, like dum, pop songs. That's the ending song. Yeah, that one. So that one. Let me look that one So all in all, right, there were like a couple kind of generic 80s like synthesizer sounding songs. For background, but uh, then there it's were very if you cool. were here by Thompson Twins. Okay, that's the name of the song. That's the final scene. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I know that song. Then exactly, I don't but... either. But but it is like if I heard that, I'd go, "Oh, this is the Sixteen Candles song." Mm-hmm. Like that's what I would say if I heard it in public. Yeah. Um. Agreed. But yeah, Al, was there anything else that you noticed before we get to our final verdict? Um. Honestly, no. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I think. Sorry, not, not to the That's final not verdict. The yet. Final verdict. Um, 
No, 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 no. Nothing um, else. Okay. That's it. I guess we'll, I think this is final verdict time. Alex, would you recommend this movie? Now that you didn't know in the beginning, you were unsure. Now that we have talked about it for the last 50 minutes, would you recommend 16 Candles if someone has not seen it? (sighs) I just, I, I wish that I could just give a different answer every, every episode because like, no, I, just I no. Feel it's repetitive, okay. But <laughs> just give an honest, ex- honest answer. Excluding all like honesty and integrity here. Ex- okay, excluding the racial stereotypes was long duck dong, and you know some of the questionable, you know, like Se- sexual sexual scenes, assaults, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, I would still recommend the movie. Um, because it's kind of like your classic teen angst kind of thing. Um, and it goes to show that, you know, teenagers in America, at least it's very consistent with what's going on, you know, yeah. no matter what year, there's still going to be these similar themes. So, um, yeah. they're still going to be on their phones. They're still going to be listening to music. They're yeah. <laughs> flash that darn rock and roll music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm and afraid it's here to stay. <laughs> it was right after she screamed too. So yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. Cause she found out that her best friend's brother paid a dollar to see her underwear in the bathroom at the dance. Yes. Um, so, uh, uh, all in all, I, I would recommend it because it's just classic teen movie. Yeah, I think it's timeless. Yeah, I think it's pretty timeless. I think John Hughes uh, hit hit the nail on the head. Yes, we've talked about the long duck dong stuff, um, the sexual assault stuff like the that stuff's not cool. Um, and I don't want to say like if you look past it, but like I think if you take it the way, you know, you're supposed to take it and, and you know, realizing it its shortcomings in those regards. I think it's still worth your time. And I think it's still a good movie with good jokes that still hit. And it you're, I don't think you're going to walk away from this movie. I, I don't want to speak for everybody. Um, Cause you know, I, I sexual assault, you know, whatever that kind of stuff. If that is a triggering thing, then this might not be for you, but um, I don't think it, 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 I don't think it overplays everything in this movie where it's just like, Oh my God, that's the movie about that, that right. moment. Right. It's, it's problematic for certain, but it's not like, it's not overshadowing where it's like, you can't take good out of this movie. Cause you mm-hmm. can take good out of this movie outside of that stuff. So I would say it's, it's worth a watch. And I think it's, it's 90 minutes. Like, yeah, it's a quick what one. Do you, it's a quick one. Yeah. What are you even doing? Go download the AMC app. It's if you if you listen to us talk about it for sixty minutes, you could watch the movie for ninety. Oh my gosh, you shouldn't be listening to us for sixty <laughs> minutes though. That's well, that is not worth your time. <laughs> that's uh, that's the pitch for the pod. Uh, anyway, that Alex was sixteen candles. Yay! You're supposed to clap too. Yay! Oh, I forgot, I forgot about the clapping thing. All right, Al, what's our movie for next week? All right. Our movie next week is La La Land. La La Land. Released in 2016. Okay. While navigating their careers in Los Angeles, a pianist and actress fall in love while attempting to reconcile their aspirations for the future. Oh, this seems exciting, dude. Do you know anything about it? Um, It won. It, it, this movie famously won an award right famously won an oscar or an academy award for best picture after a movie was uh what's it called was miss was announced as the winner and then it wasn't winner a winner oh that was the one moonlight that was la la land right that was the meme right where it's like la la land he's like actually la la land won or whatever wasn't that it i don't know i don't remember was that the time hold on i gotta look it up now la la land meme Maybe not. Maybe I'm misremembering. It is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This was it. The moon. Oh, it was. Oh, La La Land was announced as the winner, but Moonlight won Best Picture at the Oscars. Okay. So that's when like the director or whatever was like, "No, there's been a mistake," and he holds it up. Moonlight is the winner. What the heck? How did that happen? That happened with the Miss America thing too. Yep, that was uh, Steve Harvey's that same so that's, year. That's pretty much all I know. I think this movie is a remake. That's right? literally all you know about La La Land. I think oh, I'm, I just said what else I think I know. Isn't this movie a remake? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> this other other Googleable things. Uh, before. Okay, no. 
it's not. This movie came out in 2016, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Um, anyway, that's all I know. It's dancing, and I feel like there's some, like, white history-ness going on with this movie, right? Like, where it's, like, white people really invented jazz, kind of. I think that's what I've seen, like, on Twitter. Oh. Like, that kind of, that's, like, the vibe it gives off or whatever. It's, like, these people invented jazz, and they're white. And it's, like, no, white people did not invent jazz. Anyway, that's all I know from this movie. Alex, you clearly haven't learned any of this that I know, so I won't ruin it any further. I, I know it's it's got singing and dancing, and there's a really cool, I don't know, apparently there's a really cool, like, jazz club scene. So I'm excited. Okay. I'm ready right. to and see then, some again, dancing. Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, so yeah it'll be it'll be fun so watch la la land and come back next week um i do want to say before we we run away you can email us if you so please uh we do have an email set up now it's m-i-s-w podcast at gmail.com so if you want to email about the show ask us questions or retcon anything and be like hey you screwed up which yeah we probably have um just let us know. That's M-I-S-W podcast at gmail.com if you care enough. Um, anyway, that's about it. That's Alex Schmitten. Follow him on Twitter, Instagram, at Alex Schmitten. You follow me too, at Steve Granato. We don't have an Instagram for the show because it's not popular. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say bye with me. Bye. <laughs>